0: Partner with us at patreon.com forward slash the Theology Pit. For $10 a month, you get all of these interviews, all the stuff that I do immediately without having to wait weeks and weeks and weeks for it to come out. How awesome is that? You fall into the
1: Theology Pit. Theology Pit. You fall into the Theology Pit.
0: Well hey everyone, welcome back to the theology pit. this is theology out of Pittsburgh and not to be confused with a bottomless pit because you know what we say when you fall into a bottomless pit you die of dehydration. I'm again your friendly neighborhood host theologian, podcaster, pastor Samson Kovach coming back at you with part three of African tribalism talking with Dan Omar. I hope you've been enjoying the uh, last two episodes. if you have, hey let me know you know email me at Samson you know Samson at the Leave a uh, a comment on iTunes, uh, you know, about this or a review. Share this on social media. Share it with your friends. And I'm not going to sit here and talk your ear off about all this stuff. But um, you can. We're going to start listening
2: right now. It, it's it's a place I will say. One should just visit and see. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not. You know, people tell stories of how things are, and sometimes it's their experience is what forms a person's mindset or a person's uh, view of a place. It's. it's true. I will not. Re- I will not uh, say that it's a lie when somebody says the northern part of Kenya is hot. It is hot, and and there are certain regions that are very hot. There's certain months in the, in the mo- mountain regions in in Marsavid in the north that is very cold. There are places that are very very cold, and you don't very
0: cold, like eighty degrees, <laughs> like Fahrenheit. You know,
2: I mean, like yeah. no less less than that. It it goes, you know, you need you need some covering, just like I look for some, uh, you know, heavy jackets during okay. winter here. But but uh, but yeah, it's 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 a place that is. Uh, some people do live and uh i yeah I've what do you, i mean what do you guys think of white people
1: on, in, honest, in, in, in,
2: <laughs> in what context i mean and, from and, the perspective for instance what's what, what is the stereotype
0: what is the white person st- like the the the, the european you know, stereotype
2: the, the first thing that will come to uh, you know this in terms of a stereotype is uh, they're rich so it does not you you cannot it's yes, just we are yeah like, go ahead. You, you don't yeah. you can't convince a person that you're you're poor you know that's just coming but that is the major one that uh you know and uh,
0: well yeah that's why you send buckets of money back home <laughs> right because you know you're over in America now and there's the streets are paid with gold and
2: Yes, the assumption is that uh, you know money grows on trees, and yeah. so just pick it up and just yeah. send it, you know. And but it doesn't really work that way, but I think that is the major one. And uh, the, it, it's really based on some peop- people as who have come as missionaries, they're people who don't mix, then you know, they're so most of the people will say, Oh, they brought their country, their culture, and everything, and they just. Uh, fenced their 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 compound and this within the compound everything is european or is western yeah it's just so they just brought everything out but there are others who came and just intermingled with people they learned the language people gave them names you know yes people gave them names and they are part of the community in as much as the skin is you know wow
0: so what so what's like a, a, a a traditional kenyan
2: name like daniel Daniel is not a traditional <laughs> Kenyan, no. so we have we have so many tribes. So it's yeah, really yeah. a tribal region. So it's depending on on regions. So there are certain regions. So for instance, the the missionary that I I kind of know that came, he's from America. He came to to Marsabit and lived like more than forty years in Marsabit. He's called Jilo, Jilo Cristana. That's his... Jilo, the second name is Christiana, so it's uh, the Christian guy. Oh, or, yeah, okay, so Jilo uh, is a person who is born on uh, on a, a, a kind of a festival celebration. It's Jill. Jill is a celebration kind of. So when you're born on a certain celebration, that is, that the tribe, the tribes or whatever celebrate, they give you that name and so they gave him after he lived in in the northern part of kenya learned the language and everything they gave him that name and so he has written on his on his car that in, in you know in bold his name jilo christiana and that was really good because nobody actually knew his generally people didn't know his real name oh, okay. everybody knew that he actually was given the name of the area and this is a very common name to other people and so the the second name is actually more accurate because he's he just came because he is a christian so so and and so so the other aspect that i look at is is if, if somebody is willing to and that is one of the major things that i have observed is one is if somebody is willing to leave the comfort life in the States or whatever in the mm-hmm. West and to be able to come as a missionary, I think that is one of the biggest sacrifices that one one can do because You know, one of the major things that, as you're explaining to me, the Republicans and Democrats and everything, is that people are on the top and, you know, all the other workers are serving. But when you go into the mission field, especially in the African context, things are overturned. There are things that you know that, like, the government should protect you and they will not sometimes. And so what, what happens to you is that you end up being totally dependent on God. So it mm-hmm. it actually puts you in a place that okay all I have right now is not even my family or it's not money that will protect me nothing except God so it puts you to a place like that so that I really applaud that you know mm-hmm. somebody who is willing to come and live and we've had so many missionaries I, I actually work with an Australian missionary whom we go on missions every weekend. So every Friday night, we pack out his car, we put mattress on top of it, we go deep into the villages or the desert. We spend the whole night in, you know, in the church. Sometimes we sleep in the car. Yeah. And then we come back Sunday night so that the week is and he's very like hardworking and people love him because he's one of the most hardworking men that I've met so one of the people that we say okay this is a real missionary you know compared to so people take people differently there are people who come and they're like oh you're just taking our pictures and going back and getting money from just taking our pictures that those they don't trust outsiders but there are people who came and lived with them and stayed with them and helped them out and they're like yes now you are welcoming. Because African mindset is more of a communal aspect.
0: Yeah, in, yeah,
2: yeah. So the communal is, once you get in, it's a complete di- different dynamics. Yeah. So when I come and stay with you, I can take on your clothes and without okay. asking you. and oh, you're because you're taller than me. <laughs> that
0: would look funny. Although I might have to have you do that and for some pictures, because that would be
2: hilarious. So it, it goes beyond brotherhood like mm-hmm. it's it's it, you're so close like you so that that is a beautiful thing when when it comes to the communal aspect, so it's actually a picture of oh this is what ought to be happening in a Christian context is that even without you know different tribes, colours, and whatever, we can be one actually and love each other as brothers and sisters in Christ, so I know I've kinda of diverged a bit and went into no, things, but why
0: well, I, I just kind of want to ask you something um mm-hmm. just, just really quickly when you think about um, like uh, spain and france and england and so do you still consider that the west even though that's north
2: yes so <laughs> so this is a general this is a general you know view the general aspect is that you know white people like from my, in my region they are called muzungu a white person Right. So the is that only derogatory, no, is just it's like just a white person. It. Okay, yeah, it's, it's it's just a white person, and the only difference most of the time that I see is the Asians, that they can easily identify this. So so it's just two categories of white people. Oh, okay. So this Mzungu who is you know a Westerner, so the, Spain, France, all these are all put into one box, and but then it's only the the, the Chinese and the Koreans who. uh, a little different You, they can see and so they will call them a different category but they're still white so generally yeah not in a bad way but yeah they will they will just categorize all the Europeans into one box and say Mm -hmm. it's hard to differentiate or even think about the areas that people come from you know in terms of uh, geography but but yeah it's just generally this is very general speaking they will just categorize them as groups of okay. white people yeah
0: yeah so you couldn't tell the difference between like you know like like a Russian and an Italian
2: so of course the Irish accent or, I mean for people I who, mean just looking Like by looking, looking most yeah, people won't yeah, I mean the, it's just the way you just say all Africans yeah. look alike <laughs>
1: yeah yeah but like with the,
0: with like you know English and Australians like they barely speak English I mean, let's
2: be honest. Good <laughs> I Mike. Put another shoe on the bobby. I huh? you know how they talk. I, I <laughs> mean, I, mean I, I had a bishop who was who's uh, from Britain, and I work with a missionary who is Australian, but people don't appreciate them. They say they're all whites. And actually, because yeah. it's, I mean, if people, for those who went to school, they can easily tell, you know, Australia and We need to tell from but, the
0: accent, just the, the
2: way that they. The, the way they speak, yeah. yeah. It's only after a while that I started realizing, oh, when he says this, the Australian, I'm uh, like, oh, this is different, yeah. this is different, so.
0: Yeah, because yeah, um, uh, last year, that was mm-hmm. about a year ago, I went out to lunch with the um, one of the Anglican, uh, the Anglican bishop from Australia, mm-hmm. one of the ones that came to visit, and we were talking about stuff and everything, and uh, you know, w- what's funny is that, because I'm Presbyterian, mm-hmm. and he's you know, Church of England, mm-hmm. um, I had to finally tell him, listen, I haven't had to care what you thought for the last 250 years. All right. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's the that's the thing here. All right, we have if we had a problem with the Church of England, right? We settled it. We're a new country. I don't I don't care what you think <laughs> anymore. Um, but I, I bring that up to bring up this: mm-hmm. um, the Church of England, mm-hmm. because you you are Anglican, right? right? You don't consider yourself Episcopalian, or anything, just Anglican, yeah. um, and and that's part of the um, is it is it GAFCON? Yes. Is what are, it, okay, we, that we stands we are, for the. I, I can't remember. Is it like Global Anglican something? I don't know. Federation of Starship Enterprise? Fellowship. <laughs> A fellowship. Okay. Yeah. Uh, of church and I don't know. But anyways, uh, it's different from um, uh, the uh, ACNA here. Yes. Okay. Yes. I mean, you got or, or is, it, is it related or? Um, I thought so. No. Sorry, Siri. I wasn't talking to you. <laughs>
2: So I think uh, in that regard, it's, it's, it's a bit different dynamics. And I know there are people who know this stuff than me, but I mm-hmm. think what happens is that um, the you know the the, the the countries is more based on the country. So if the archbishop of a certain country who is who is um, in charge of the Anglicans decide to be part of GAFCON, then. That country is under GAFCON, which okay. is. Okay. But there are others who will say no. We still because the maybe most of the churches, like Episcopal churches, have been doing, you know, something in terms of mission work or something with them, and them uh, associating with GAFCON might. So th- there's all these dynamics in terms of uh, in terms of uh, mission work or the affiliations to certain churches. So, but most people don't actually care about. You know, the areas. It's just, this is a leader, leaders, bishops. How,
0: like, how do you, uh, or not you personally, individually, but how does um, your Anglican denomination, how you see it in relation to the Archbishop of Canterbury? Uh, Because I know that I've talked to um, people from Nigeria, Mm -hmm. and the Nigerian church is not on the I don't want to say the best terms mm-hmm. with the Archbishop of Canterbury, mm-hmm. uh, there's obviously tension in that relationship. Right. Is there the same type of tension yes. with you guys? Yes.
2: Yes, I think, I think every African bishop, in as much as they might be accepting, you know, in terms of still in communion and everything, but when it comes to certain issues, uh, they're always in tension in regards to, to... For instance... The issue of homosexuality, mm-hmm. most African bishops have a problem when it comes to do they accept it, yes, and if yes. so, so th- I think that is one just a, as an example. That is the one of the major things that uh, kind of puts them in. Uh, you know, we are not very so much because the
0: African bishops are like they're they it's it's a line, it's a clear line. Okay, it's not like polygamy. <laughs> it's it's a line, right? That you don't, yes.
2: that you don't cross. You, yeah, yeah. So in in Africa, like recent, I think recently there was an interview with um, our president. I think uh, with a Western, uh, rep, you know, news reporter, and when she asked him about uh, the rights of uh, you know uh, the gay and the homosexuals, and he said that's not a bigger problem for us. We have other bigger problems to deal with, and so. So there is a little bit of, you know, pushing it uh, there. But I think that's just an example that I'm giving. But I wouldn't say that, I mean, we are more on the... I haven't really uh, studied more in detail about the relationships, but... (coughs) In terms of being in communion with the Anglican, I mean, we would want one big family, yeah. you know. Well, I was talking to um, you know, a, a bishop friend of
0: ours that we both have <laughs> that lives in the area here. And he was telling me that part of the tension is that there are more uh, Anglican Christians in Africa, in, in the African countries, than there are in the European countries that run everything.
2: Right. Right.
1: Pit is a partner-funded ministry. Please consider partnering with us by making a donation at thetheologypit.com. Just scroll to the bottom of the page, hit the donate button, and make a contribution to the best Theology Pit podcast on the internet. Now let's get back to the show.
0: And so it feels like they're just because up north or west for you, however you want to say, up there, they have um, all the money and all the say where you have you look at it but we're doing ministry we are bigger numerically we just don't have the money and that, that leads to part of the tension yeah. it's it's a small group that really has no vested interest in the area mm-hmm. telling the area what it should be doing
2: that's true especially just two countries nigeria and uganda the number of anglicans in those two countries is just a lot <laughs> So it, 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 it beats like most of the European countries in terms of uh, Anglican. And so, but, but you know... And, and just so
0: everybody knows, uh, uh, um, Nigeria, Uganda,
2: then Kenya. So Niger- Na- Na- Nigeria is more on the western part of Africa yes. but Kenya and Uganda are very close we yeah. just so border each have, other we uh, are on the east it lake, lake victoria Yes.
0: yeah between okay yeah, yeah. so
2: lake victoria is uh, we it's Kenya Tanzania and Uganda and Rwanda those are the eastern mm-hmm eastern african countries but uh, but yes it's one of the things uh, one of my lecturers when i was studying in uganda he's he's a bishop and he said there was a time that he went for a kind of a meeting in in, in europe and uh, which is an anglican kind of and so the issue of homosexuals came up and he said you keep your dollars we keep our faith that is the statement that he made <laughs> you know he was very angry concerning that and he they, he realized that they were using money to manipulate you know voting or whatever or for acceptance and some yeah. of the bishops in Against africa yes the fried chicken, yes, um, the fried dinner, chicken. so, so unfortunately yeah. some of the some of the bishops uh, you know who come from africa will say these are not the issues that affects me so if you want to pass this you pass because it's not affecting. But then, you know, when you start thinking in terms of future, the decisions that you're making now will definitely affect, you know, the the, the future generations. And so, some of them, they just, the chicken kind of makes it, you know, easier. But some are very stern and very strong. Like that uh, bishop that taught me and he said, we told them keep their dollars we keep our faith and so it's much easier and much better for us to keep our faith and be poor than to forego our faith and, and take the dollar and you know and, and, and lose our faith so yeah. so basically yeah basically that's what I will say concerning is it's still, it's still like gray area so mm-hmm. it's, it's not very clear but generally there are other there are very specific countries that are very clear and they're like no nope, we are not with yeah. this group we are here because of our standing and our beliefs and everything.
0: Okay. So you guys um, use the Book of Common Prayer
2: we do. Okay
0: do you use the, um, the Catechism?
2: So it. the book of common prayer that we use is is a Kenyan med. So we call them the modern services. Oh, okay. So yeah. so we have our own the Kenyan med and some of the actually some of the Anglican churches in the in, in the West uses yeah. the Kenyan
0: Well at school we did a couple Kenyan services. Yes. Like like from it, yeah. Yes. Where We were throwing stuff magically at the cross. <laughs> yes, <Yeah.
2: laughs> that is one of the yeah one one yeah. of the signature, <laughs> yeah. and, and uh, which is a good thing because we want to give it all to Christ. And, right. uh, so so yes. What what was the question about the catechism? You yeah,
0: said because uh, in the Book of Common Prayer it has a catechism for right. teaching and right. instruction. Right. Does the Kenyan one have? They the same? do. Yeah. They do. Do you do you use that? Because the ACNA just came out with a new. Catechism, right? A new catechesis. Um, have you have you looked at it? Do you do you think Kenya is going to adopt that, or are you going to stay with like what you have?
2: So the good thing with Kenyan, you know, liturgy, or, or is that they they are looking at the, the Western and and they kind of came up with the own Kenyan one. So my my assumption is that they will look at the the new one also, and then maybe up, up upgrade or or work on 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 the. And the the ones that they have, so, but it will not be like a total adopting the whole okay. of it because of the many cultural dynamics and so.
0: What, what languages the Kenyan one in?
2: So we have in English and in Kiswahili. Okay, so yeah, there are two because any part of Kenya you go, those two languages are spoken. And, oh, okay. And, and, and so. Well, that's convenient for yeah, us so, in the West yeah. here that you
0: know, don't so like that, to learn other languages. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we don't have a, an option, and and Africans, we, we like most people know minimum of three languages, yeah, because you have to know your language, and then you have to know Kiswahili and English, which are compulsory subjects in, in, when you go through the school. So, and so other people will know like five and so on and so on. So, yeah. which is a good thing, I think, knowing other languages uh, in terms of uh, bringing try other tribes into... Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's well, communication just
0: helps. Right. I mean, if you're able does. to... Yeah, if you're able to do that, that helps out a lot. Right, right. So let me ask you, what do you... Um, I'm just going to ask you personally mm-hmm. here. If I name an African country, mm-hmm. you tell me what you think of them.
2: <laughs> all right? All right. Although I'm not so much familiar with all African countries, of course. Well,
0: we'll just go with some of the big ones uh, <laughs> All right, come on. Uh, South Africa.
2: South Africa. So... There's so much that comes to mind, but I think my experience of South Africa mostly is the apartheid is is what does the first thing that comes to my mind, and and through my studies and in, in terms of especially you know thinking about mission perspectives and and the books that I've read when you know the, the theological theological books that have been written by mm-hmm. South Africans but white South Africans and so that. Issue of reconciliation and the issue of uh, apartheid was a big deal, and mm-hmm. and, uh, and 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 also the second thing that comes to my mind is that South Africans actually uh, there was um, there was homof is it homophobia so they were they, they were chasing all other Africans out, and and so they banned uh, you know businesses of Kenyans and some other people, and I was like what is going on there? Because, you know, these are Africans and if you're getting rid of Africans because the allegation was that they're taking all the businesses and everything. But I think in terms of theology, they had to think much, much deeper based on their history. And so that has led to so many, you know, reflections and theology books that have been written that I've read. I have never been there. And, uh, but I've, you know, I actually got an admission to go and study there, but I didn't go. Mm for my postgraduate. But but yeah, so that those are the two major things that come to my mind and I love their singing, their songs. They're the, one of the beautiful, uh, you know, if you watch uh, this movie called Sarafina, I don't know if you've watched it, but any, any, even just go on YouTube and just songs from South Africa, I think, I feel like, yeah, in, in those are uh, music that almost... Uh, reminds me of angels it's really really good it's natural and very very good I think those are my thoughts on South Africa (laughs) unfortunately just a few things yeah i have it's a little far from me but i have really no but i've met with some people who are doing some mission work in tunisia and around tunisia and in terms of uh, islamic uh, population and christian and so basically my view is that uh, in, with tunisia is that there is a lot more needs to be done in terms of mission and in terms of sending missionaries to to those areas and and uh, and yeah so but yeah i've been uh, we've had a kind of um, uh, a christian union or a meeting that gathers uh, university students christian university students that come together and i attended one and there are people from tunisia that came and uh, yeah spoke to us about the need of missionaries mm-hmm. there but i really haven't had a lot of uh, links with them with Tunisia.
0: How about um, Egypt?
2: Yeah Egypt uh, <laughs> Egypt there are people who come to South Africa, there are people from the west who come to South Africa and then take motorcycles and drive through all these countries to Egypt and they pass through my town. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so and, and, and whenever they stop over and we talk and they say we are going to Egypt and then we fly out From Egypt, and uh, so that was one of the things that the Great North Road passes through my 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 area to go to Egypt. Egypt is, uh, you know, it's historic, and uh, I haven't been there before, but it's. uh, Can you
0: see the pyramids from your house?
2: No, (laughs) Uh, I I couldn't see that. It's it's a bit far. There's a number of countries to pass through, but (laughs) but uh, yeah, so with egypt i think uh, the scriptures as i read you know you can't escape thinking about egypt and uh, it's just in my mission class the the, the the one of the thing that strikes me is how a place changes you know it it was once upon a time a very you know a kind of a christian foundation and then Completely right now, you, there are places you go, and if you're going as Christians, you can easily be attacked or something like mm-hmm. that. And uh, but uh, but it's it's I heard is a very beautiful place and very historic things are also there. And so it's one of the places that I would want to go there sometime and see. So,
0: what do you think of Somalia?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Somalia is uh, is uh, people have uh, missed taken me for a Somalian so (laughs) and we are close but of course every time you hear Somalia you hear it for some chaos some fighting some bombs and some stuff and but but it's it's you know it's a country it's a struggle there's been civil war they've always uh, had wars, and, and there are many people who have run from Somalia to Kenya. There's one of the biggest, you know, refugee camps in Kenya, and we've intermingled with them. They are one of the most, you know, brave people that I've, I know. Like, they, they, they are not afraid.
1: Thank you for listening to The Theology Pit. Please take a moment to rate our podcast and leave a comment about what you like or what you don't like. Each rating and comment helps others discover this show. Don't forget to visit us at thetheologypit.com to make a donation. While on the website, we would appreciate it if you would share these podcasts with your friends and family on social media. Our Facebook page is also titled The Theology Pit. Stop over and give us a like. If you have any questions or topics you would like to hear discussed on the podcast, please write to sampson at the com. That's Samson spelled S-A-M-S-O-N at thetheologypit.com. Now, here's a preview of next week's show.
0: Besides John Beattie, mm-hmm. who is another African author that people should read?
2: Oh, <laughs> So, John Biddy is an expert for in t- when it comes to African traditional religion. But there are many other authors that are, that have written other things. But uh, I think he 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 is an, because he studied in the West also he's, he's he has done a very good job in terms of uh, what he has written. His uh, research on different tribes and the areas in relation to faith. This and,
1: and more on the next theology pit.